0: hello and welcome to the lean girl fit your place for motivation and mindset mastery on your fitness as well as your fat loss journey today we are talking about how to embrace these beautiful bodies of ours even when they fluctuate even when we have hormones that drive us crazy sometimes and can make us feel like we're not making progress or feel like why are we so bloated or feel like we're not yeah moving in the direction of our fat loss goals. Hormones we know as women like they do all kinds of crazy things to us and never mind even hormones just fluctuations in general happen right they will happen on your fitness and fat loss journey so how do we navigate them without us like without them getting us down Right? When we look in the mirror and perhaps today we don't like what we look like. Maybe we go and try on some jeans in Zara with their terrible mirrors. And suddenly we feel like, what are we even doing with our lives? Why do we even train? Why do we even track our calories? Because we do not like what we see. Or perhaps we get on the scale and hell's bells, we've been in a deficit, we two kilos up, and now we just want to throw it all away because we're clearly not doing the right things and we're not making progress. This is not the reality goals. What is more often the case is that you are just experiencing either a bad body image day or just a very normal fluctuation that bodies do. So I have my husband, Gilan Gork, joining us today, talking all things fluctuations, and he can bring his insider info into my fluctuations, my hormonal craziness. Am I crazy?
1: Sometimes. you know, I just basically steal your phone and have a look at your little tracking app to see if you're, <laughs> to see if, if it is really hormonal like or did I really say something that was offensive? You know? Know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just you.
0: Hey no,
1: I think that <laughs> I think that um I think that you know there's two facets to what you're mentioning here, which is um the way we see things, our perspective. Um, And then also the way we feel about things. Yes. Because even if we see things in a certain way, um, the hormones may also make uh, certain emotions uh, present. Right. And we know that actually it's our emotions that influence uh, our behavior. Right. Even though we think that we're extremely rational humans, yes, um, it's really our emotions. So I, I'm looking forward to talking about how we can work with both of those facets, so that you're not just totally thrown a curveball, or that you don't throw yourself a curveball. Right. Uh, every single time, there are very, very natural fluctuations in your body and, and your hormones.
0: And that's not exclusive to women. Men also. No, men
1: suffer from women's fluctuations too. <laughs>
0: can someone take him off the set thank you (laughs)
1: um
0: yeah i mean of course everyone can experience bad body image days and i think throw throw hormones into the mix and makes it maybe a little bit more challenging for women perhaps we have a bit more fluctuations in our bodies yeah
1: i mean people um, men and women experience um similar things just in different contexts maybe or, or different biological functions but uh for sure um the same applies to men as well
0: Yes. So what we want to unpack here today is how do we navigate these fluctuations and how do we sort of detach our emotions to the number on the scale, to how we look, so that we can just go with the flow, sort of ride the wave of you know, we've spoken about in previous episodes, it is never a straight line. It is going to be up and down. There are going to be fluctuations. They're going to be good. They're going to be bad days. How do we not let that impact our mood, our energy levels? Um, and yeah, how do we just stay more neutral? and Centered and consistent. Centered, fulfilled, cool, yeah. calm, collected on the journey.
1: So it comes down to understanding what your perspective is and also understanding and being in touch with how you're feeling your emotions. And ultimately, I guess, the reason why we wanna uh, tackle those two things is to create non-resistance. Mm. Non-resistance is the key word here. Mm. Because whenever we feel resistance to what is, we feel all of that friction and disturbance inside, and that's really when you're looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, what is this all for, and who even am I, and why have I done all of this? <laughs> that comes from a place of internal interference, disturbance, friction, and all of that comes from resistance. Okay, so let's so let's yes. deconstruct resistance so that we can get to a place of non-resistance. Yes. The first is to maintain a perspective that doesn't make you f- resist what's happening. And so w- probably one of the key perspectives is like a bit of a reality check that in any success journey, no progress line is a straight line up. You know, if you think of a graph, progress over time, it's never, ever a straight line. If we zoom out far enough, you'll see that it does have an upward trend. But if you zoom in, the way that we tend to do on a fat loss journey is that you almost every single day trying to be like, where am I at? And and when you zoom in, you're going to see the lines being more jagged. And so... I love what you said in another episode, which is that slow progress is better than no progress. You know, two steps forward and one step back is still okay. It's still progress. Yes.
0: And and slow progress is not no progress. We often mistake slow progress exactly for that reason. We're zooming in and just looking this week. Okay, we haven't seen any visible progress because perhaps our hormones are fluctuating. And I think knowledge here is also power and something I totally recommend is tracking your cycle. So you do have a broader knowledge of, okay, before my period, for the week before, my weight tends to fluctuate up. And I think having that knowledge and having that, you know, tool to see, okay, this could be a reason why um, it could be really helpful. And that's something that I, I do. I use a, an app called Flow and I track my cycle. But in addition to that, there could be reasons of your body fluctuating that are totally random. And sometimes getting super focused or trying to figure out why also can make us a little bit crazy. You know, we're trying to think, what makes us. and some people will even change their strategy so let's for example think okay we've now got to the conclusion carbs don't make us fat but often eating something that's maybe high carb, high salt, it's gonna make the scale go up. Now people start thinking, okay, hold on, maybe it is carbs that make me fat. Meanwhile, it's just because carbs hold on to more water, that's gonna push the scale up. So now we're starting to think, oh, should I change my strategy? Should I make some erratic change to my diet? When actually you kind of just need to stay the course.
1: Exactly this is the second part of perspective, right? So we've spoken about the high level perspective of that progress is never a straight line. So always expect that you're gonna have dips and be okay with that. Mm. But to your point now as well, another perspective um, is to say, well, am I wasting my time? Is this all not working? And we have gotta be really careful because Especially in times where we're just naturally from hormones uh, already feeling yuck, mm. it's easy for us to jump to a to a conclusion to back it up with rationale or to think that we're going to feel better if we make a change and say, "Oh, it was because I ate the the carbs last night." Mm. And then by trying by trying to know something which could very well be unknowable, and I'll talk about that in, in a moment, we land up flip flopping between different strategies. And so uh, by analogy, you land up with all foundations and no buildings because you're not actually sticking to one strategy for long enough.
0: Yes. And I always go back to that. No matter how fantastic your fat loss strategy is, if you don't follow it for long enough, you aren't going to know whether it was successful or not, right? There's no way in one week you could determine whether something was a a sound or successful fat loss strategy one month, two months, three months, then we can start making moves.
1: Exactly. And so remember that at the beginning, I said that how we see things, will uh, our perspective will also influence how we feel about things. What we don't want is a false perspective or an an incorrect or false intuition. Mm. And so um, when we start um, saying, oh, it was because of this, maybe, but when it comes to fluctuations, there is so... Much that we don't consider. It could be the hormones, just your your body will naturally fluctuate uh, when you're on your period, right? Yes. You'll naturally be heavier on the scale. What if you ate something with salt the previous night and your body's holding on to water?
0: Yes. Uh, I don't think it's digestion. We, well,
1: tell us about your creatine um experience.
0: Yes. So I actually went on holiday, and on this holiday, I was not training because it was a crazy schedule. I. Was actually eating way more foods, like different interesting foods that I normally do. And I I was having dessert at basically every meal. So I was certainly overeating. But one thing that I did was I was not having my creatine. So when I came back after a week, I jumped on the scale and the scale was actually down, which is it's unheard of, it's crazy based on, you know, all of these different factors, not training, overeating, but it was because I had stopped taking creatine. And then as soon as I started taking it again, even though I actually am heading into a fat loss phase and my calories were down, the scale went up. And for some people, they can now think, okay weight training so this this is often what happens to my girls. they will be having a certain certain diet that they're following now they start calorie counting they start weight training and perhaps they're also throwing creatine into the mix the first week their weight is up they swear off calorie counting weight training and creatine for life meanwhile the long-term um benefit of all three of these things is gonna get them the fat loss exactly. result.
1: They just would've stuck with it, they would've actually realized that they're gonna start building muscle, therefore they're also their metabolism will start going up, uh, they'll start having leaner bodies, yes. the fat loss will be working and so on. But we, so we jump to these false conclusions, these wrong conclusions. Um, and by the way, also with yours, because you weren't doing the weight training, when when we are weight training, our body, when it's um, repairing muscle, Correct. also holds, holds on, on to more, to water. more exactly. water, exactly. we
0: have more information in the muscles.
1: So we gotta be careful that when we're feeling yuck, naturally, it's even easier to jump to these conclusions, to misattribute causes, because we're so desperately trying to figure out why we're feeling horrible. And we think to ourselves erroneously that, oh, now I understand why, and now I'm going to change it, and 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 we just jump the gun way too soon. We do this naturally even when we're not feeling crap. Now throw in feeling crap because of hormones. Just know that you're more likely to, to do that. Yes. The uh, Related to this is that every single experience we have, every single moment that's unfolding in front of us is the sum of everything that's come before it that has made it exactly what it is and this is true in any aspect of life we usually don't know most of what makes a certain moment the way that it the way that it is um we have just our limited experience of what's happening in the moment but there's so many things that have made it what it is maybe you landed up eating something yesterday um that you didn't realize had something in it that might cause water retention or Mm. so this is really important to keep our perspective, not only on the long game in terms of knowing that the success journey will have ups and downs and give yourself permission for that so that you're not disturbed every time you have a fluctuation. But also knowing that when we're in that fluctuation or when we're feeling uh, especially yuck maybe from hormones, not to uh, uh, start prematurely attributing um, um the cause to external things stay with the program and
0: i think back to your point on acceptance sometimes for me i put on my gym tights and my crop top and i'm like you know what i ain't feeling too hot i put on that baggy t-shirt i think it's a cool i'm pmsing right now i'm not gonna resist it maybe i'm gonna take it a little bit easier at the gym i'm not gonna push myself as hard and just not resisting the process, right? Not resisting what is. It's like my hair's straight. Now I'm going to be sad that it's straight. It's like, it is what it is. You've just got to take it, know what it is. Of course, have the background and understand where it may be coming from. Don't make any crazy moves. I'm like, I feel like during PMS week and like the first few days of your period, no decision should be made. (laughs) I think we should stick to like post-period when we're feeling like zen and centered and, you know, going from a place of, yeah, the performance fulfillment yeah,
1: and centeredness. And, you know, I, I, I get your joke there. And it's not to say that no decision should be made, but just have a heightened awareness of the propensity to make decisions from a place of feeling yuck, from a place of lack instead of from a place of love. Yes. Very, very possible yes. that that happens. And so we're talking about non-resistance here, just to bring mm. it back to that.
0: Non-resistance,
1: correct. It's the resistance that creates all that disturbance and all of that stuff that makes us go off track and feel terrible inside. And um, a really good way to think about it is that when you're feeling yuck, to your point about like just go with it, just flow with life. Because when when we're feeling a certain way, if we start resisting that, now we think to ourselves, oh, I'm feeling crap. I have to do something to make myself not feel crap. It is in the resisting of the fact that maybe you're PMSing and fighting against it that you cause even more disturbance.
0: Right. And then let's add some fuel to the fire. We then turn to food to make us feel better.
1: Exactly. So here's an analogy. Let's say that you own a bar and it's two o'clock in the morning and somebody's very, very drunk and they're already leaving.
0: <laughs>
1: if you now... Start resisting them and saying, Oh, you're so drunk, get out of here. What they're gonna what's gonna happen?
0: They're turning around and they'll be like, I want another tequila. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're gonna cause a scene, they're gonna turn around, they're gonna stick around even longer. They might even throw up all of Right? <laughs> the same thing happens with our thoughts and emotions that we start to resist. If you're feeling yuck, it's already here. It's too late mm. for it to not be here because here it is. Now that it's here. Don't resist it. The more you start saying, "Oh, I don't want to feel this. This is bad. Why am I feeling this way again? Oh, I need this to go away," it's the same as 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 interfering with the person at the bar. If you just wait, that person's gonna that person's gonna leave. Right? Mm. They're already on their way out. Mm. So it's important to know that however you're feeling now is already on its way out. Yes. Every I mean everything we think. Everything we feel is like a weather pattern. As it's coming in, it's already moving out. Mm -hmm. So just just say to yourself, if you're feeling crap, say to yourself, you know what? It's already on its way out. Mm. Don't hold on to anything. Don't try to push anything away. Just be, the best way to think of it is almost like a mirror. A mirror allows everything to present itself inside the mirror but the mirror doesn't hold on to anything nor does it resist anything Everything's just showing up so just allow these feelings to show up because it's natural Mm. don't shame yourself for anything don't push anything away don't say why am i feeling this way again it's terrible just let it be and it will then actually move through you and out much more much faster and far more elegantly in a in a in a way that makes you Uh, Feel good quicker if you just leave it alone. Non-resistance.
0: And just to add to that, when I am feeling low or I'm having a bad body image day, I know that there are a handful of things that always make me feel more centered, more on track. So sticking to those things in my routine. So whether that is getting a workout in, whatever that workout may be, even if it's something a little bit more gentle, whether it's sticking to my lean girl meals that I know make me feel great, Um, whether it's having a great conversation with a friend, doing a short meditation, still include those things that you know help to get you into a good mindset and actually get your endorphins going and get you into a good mood. So I think also knowing what those things are for you on every, you know, the, the everyday things that actually you know, you can also lean back on to be like, cool, you know, if I just hit my workout for today, I eat my delicious meal, I get my water in, these feelings are going to be out. Before I know it, I'm not resisting them.
1: So I agree with what you're saying. Self-care is important, but there's also nuance to it because some people abuse or or misinterpret self-care. If when you're feeling crap, you think to yourself, oh, I'm going to now do this because it will make me feel better. Mm. We can become dependent on external things, activities, food, relationships, whatever the case may be, to make us feel better. And in constantly seeking the next thing to make us better, we we put ourselves into a seek cycle. Hmm. We're always seeking something outside of ourselves. That's where we start overeating because we think to ourselves, oh, I'm feeling crap. I'll just have this piece of chocolate because then it'll make me feel better enough to then have no more chocolate. Hmm. This is a lie. <laughs> yes,
0: it, it is a total lie. And I, I see where you're going with that. And I think that that's an important point to not use these things. Um, And I do know that that there are certain things that can guide us to making good decisions, feeling good and getting into a more positive pattern.
1: Yeah. So I think that having certain stables in our life and certain routines and things that we know are good for us, so long as we are doing them, not because we're saying I'm doing this to feel better because that's where we start putting our happiness in external things, but where we can get to a place to say, Hey, um non resistance so oh I, this is what i'm going through cool i'm happy for you to be here um we know that it's going to pass through us and i'm going to engage in this other stuff because i already feel good about myself i already have self love um i already feel like i'm complete in the sense that i'm not doing this because i need to do it to feel okay inside mm-hmm. that's where it crosses that line of, mm-hmm. of becoming unhealthy um but we're doing it because self-care comes from a place of already feeling uh, 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 self-love, mm. not from a place of lack. Yes. That's where self-care should, uh, should, should come from. Otherwise we become dependent on it and then we're never happy until we're doing these things that somehow distract us or give us relief um, from, from what it is that we're, that we're feeling.
0: So in summary, I wake up, I look in the mirror, I'm feeling a little bloated, PMS is coming to visit. How, in a step-by-step way, would we navigate something like that?
1: So firstly, just remember it's all about non-resistance. And we can get into a place of non-resistance by remembering that the journey is going to have these moments. It's totally natural. It's totally okay. Allow it to happen. Number two is to remember not to Um, Have false intuitions or to misperceive and make uh, assumptions about what could be causing it uh, because that can make you flip-flop between strategies and become inconsistent. And the third thing is however you want to practice self-care to feel good about yourself uh, or to feel better in times where you may be fluctuating and have hormones – Just remember to do it from a place, not of depending on these external activities um, or foods or whatever it may be to make you feel better, but to know that you are already inherently peaceful, you're already inherently happy inside. And it's the seeking of external things or the the dependency on external things that actually obscures it. So first get to a place of self-love so that you're doing the self-care from that place otherwise we we become consistently dependent on external things to feel better about ourselves and that's a cause for disappointment inconsistency and ultimately just going straight you know right off track
0: yes and i think i love these three steps because it is going to happen, we are gonna have a day where we don't feel great, where there is some kind of fluctuation and having something that we can lean back on to just give us those gentle reminders of this too shall pass, don't resist it, lean on the things that make us feel good and go from a place of already being okay okay, maybe I'm putting on my baggy t-shirt today. Maybe I'm having a gentle workout and this too shall pass, I think is always such a good one to to remind us of that. Exactly. And
1: Non-resistance. Non-resistance. Let it be. Let, Just it, let be. it be. And let everything be. will be fine. Let it be.
0: <laughs> so I'm not a triple threat. I cannot sing, unfortunately. It, triple threat, does that mean I can dance as well? I think I can Daunt, Dance, act, and sing. I feel like I could act it I know
1: you can act. (laughs) Like
0: a crazy. Um, All right. Thank you. I love that. I love those three um, steps. Again, really trying to make this podcast as practical as possible. Something that you can come back, remind yourself, listen to when you're having that bad day. I want you to put on the Lingle Fitcast. I want you to plug in and I want you to lean on these three steps. I hope that you love this episode. I hope that it is going to help you on your fitness and fat loss journey and give you an extra tool to add into your toolbox. Thank you for joining me, babe. If you want to know more about the amazing work that Gilan does, it's at gilan.gork on instagram and of course it's at the lean girl if you want food fitness recipes everything to help you on your fitness and fat loss journey from workouts to delicious food so please look us both up and i'll put all the links below in the show notes as well for you to make it easy And that wraps up this week's episode of the Lean Girl Fitcast on how to navigate those fluctuations and bad body image days. If you loved the episode, please leave us a comment down below. Let us know what was a golden nugget that you took out of it. And also let us know what topics you'd like us to tackle next because this podcast is for you. Thank you so much for joining in. We will see you back here next week, same time, same place on the Lean Girl Fitcast.